Welcome to Things Older and More Terrifying Than I, a show about ghouls, gremlins, haints, and everything spooky. Uh, I'm Cam, and here with me today are... Me. I'm Amanda. No, no, not you. You go last. (laughs) I didn't know there was was a routine to this. There is. It's it's seniority um, order, and I was born five years before you, so... Mm. That puts me was next. Was it five, um, was it? Oh, it was five. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. I'm Erica. I'm Manders. <laughs> I've got first. <laughs> Erica Catherine. Amanda Renee. <laughs> I will tell Dad. Do it. I'm not Dad, scared of them. Dad, bullying me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you snitch. Do it. Anyway, we nailed it. That's perfect. Perfect intro. The show is introduced so perfectly, I'm not editing any of this out. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't see the point. There's no way we could have done better. That's true. Yeah, it was it was flawless. It was perfect, just like every time Robert just yells, Ah, Hitler! <laughs> so what's today's episode about? Well, it's funny you ask. So today's episode is about like sirens and siren adjacent creatures. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. It's, yeah. <laughs> so the, <laughs> full disclosure, this is the second time we're recording this episode because the first time uh, Audacity decided that I didn't need either of the two save files I had for my audio. <laughs> Audacity had the Audacity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the unmitigated gall. <laughs> unmitigated gall. I kid you not. I saved my like audio in two different places on my computer, and it deleted both of them for reasons I will never fully comprehend. And I was not able to recover them. And I spent hours trying, and it was very frustrating. So now we're recording it again, and hopefully you guys remember the funny stuff you said last time. I could never recreate those moments. They are lost to time. They are lost to time and space, and all I have to show for it is uh, your audio that didn't get corrupted. (laughs) Oh, yeah, good call. Just just pull that audio and just clip me in. Oh, yeah, actually. (laughs) Just just out of context, like, whatever you said, it'll just show up. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um... That's cool, because I don't remember the funny stuff I said, except for the part where I said that I spent a long time doing the notes for these, because it's something that I care about a lot, and I said something like, uh, hop on, because we're headed to hyperfixation station. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's about all I got. Okay, cool. Um, So, you guys get to pretend like you've never heard this before, and I'll try not to get teacher voicey on you, and also Erica's not a robot this time, so that's cool. Yay, my audio works this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm still not convinced that's enough evidence to prove she is not a robot. Oh my god. (laughs) I did the CAPTCHA. I proved it. (laughs) I did the CAPTCHA. I pointed out all of the crosswalk sections. I don't know what more you want. God. And the hills and mountains. God. Anyway, so yeah. Today we're going to talk about like sirens, um, mermaids, harpies, and then my favorite, Arvila, which you can tell because it's like half the notes for this one thing. We're not going to, well, okay. I know we made this joke before, but I'm looking at like three Starbucks. I mean, I'm what? Uh, 
<laughs> I can see at least four of the Siren coffee cups from where I'm sitting right now. Um, but that's not the brand that we're talking about. <laughs> I only have one of them in front of me right now, but like if I turn her this way. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, I don't have any on my desk right now, which I have a whole cabinet full, so. Yeah, it's a problem. Very. Um, well, I'm sitting downstairs in our like dining room slash kitchen area, so that's where all our cups are. But also there's two of them on the table with me right now. Again, it's a problem. The siren owns too much of my bank account, mm-hmm. and uh, it literally owns my bank account. So literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess to to start things off, um, I love fairies and I love mythology, and this kind of like is the intersection of two of my like greatest loves. And then there's Manders, who is also one of my greatest loves. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and Eric is okay, I guess. But, um, so, <laughs> so I get very, uh, into this kind of stuff. Um, hopefully I don't come off as too ranty. Erica already yelled at me for using my teacher <laughs> voice. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. So I'm going to start off with harpies, which I know, I know it's sirens is the main topic of the episode, but just stick with me here for a second. Okay. So harpies or the harpier, uh, they are originally were Greek spirits of the sudden sharp gusts of wind most commonly associated with storms. So they, they're they like wisps, I guess. I don't know what like the, the Western equivalent of that would be. Uh, they were originally like wind ghosts. Um Oh, the Western equivalent would be um, dirt devils. (laughs) I guess that's fair. Yeah, I... Okay, fair. Nailed it. (laughs) But they were also known as, like, Zeus's hellhounds, almost. Except except Zeus is, like, in the sky. He's Sky Daddy, right? And uh, hellhounds are, like, hell... Hounds? Hounds. Um, <laughs> well, maybe so. that was just like a comparison. So like where like the Antichrist has hellhounds, this is Zeus's equivalent. I just don't know what you would call that. Are they sky puppies? But that's bats, right? So Yeah, I don't... that's bats. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, whatever. All right, so the sky puppies. But like they, they were also associated with a lot of mysterious disappearances. So like when people went missing, um... People blamed the harpies. Mm. Uh, So the reason for that being that uh, Zeus, again, liked to sick his uh, sky puppies (laughs) on people (laughs) who made him angry. You know, like you do. Zeus is mm, special. And... uh, (laughs) That's a word for it. Yeah. Okay. So I guess specifically, they were sent to bother, I guess, King Phineas of Thrace to death um, by, like, stealing all the food away from him before he could eat it, uh, taking all his valuables, you know, just being a general nuisance, kind of like a cat when you're trying to eat ice cream Mm. and they come and shove their face in it. Lexi. Lexi. (laughs) She's sitting right here behind my monitor, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was his favorite way to punish at least King Phineas and also some of the Argonauts who 
we can get into in a minute. I feel like that's like a really effective way to punish someone though, because instead of like, yeah, we're going to tie him to this rock and birds are going to eat out his eyes every single day. His it's spleen. like spleen, okay. His, yeah, was, was it? I thought it switched every once in a while. No, it was his spleen. Oh, my bad. The spleen. It's got more protein in it anyway. Or was it his liver? It was one of those <laughs> things. I'll be honest, I don't know the difference, but um, I'm not a medical doctor, so that's okay. You're not a doctor at all. <laughs> don't get it <laughs> twisted. Vanders is not a doctor. I don't know why she said it like that. <laughs> I, I had to um, try and manipulate the people into thinking I know what I'm talking about so isn't that what our whole podcast is right anyway so harpies are depicted as winged women now the degree to which they are bird and women is varied as time kind of goes on uh so originally they were like the body of a bird with the face of a lady. Uh, Sometimes they were pretty. Sometimes they were super ugly or disfigured. Uh, It's all pretty subjective, really. So maybe people are just being rude. I don't know. Do you think they went on to, like, Quizilla? They took, like, a 10-question test, and it was like, congratulations, you're 70% bird. (laughs) I have to assume that Quizilla was not around in ancient Greece, but I guess anything's possible, really. I'll say. So yeah, originally they were birds with human faces. This is going to be kind of a running theme almost throughout this episode. It's just like animal with human face, basically. Uh, (laughs) And birds and other stuff. So harpies also, and I didn't know this until I was doing these notes, they are commonly found on tombs from ancient Greece. So, like, it's possible that people thought that they were ghosts, which I guess being a wind spirit kind of makes sense, right? But also maybe they were some kind of, like, protectors of the dead or something. Like, it, it's hard to tell because, obviously, we don't have record. Um, as far as I know, we don't have any kind of written record of, like, that kind of thing happening but they are really commonly found on tombstones so interesting yes yes one of the things that we have record of is one of the earliest writers whose works survived today named Hesiod uh, and he described harpies as being winged women who were notable for their beautiful hair and the speed at which they could fly so we've kind of differed from the like bird with human face and now they're kind of just like flying pretty ladies right but later Aeschylus who I think is kind of rude uh he decided (laughs) no they're not pretty they're actually scary and disgusting right and he described them as being so hideous that they resembled gorgons so like Medusa uh more closely than women uh and then compared the creatures that the the main dude in the story saw to like vase paintings of the harpies and claim that all of the paintings were wrong because the paintings were of pretty women and obviously these creatures with their entirely black bodies and eyes that dripped and they snored when they slept and their clothes looked filthy and ragged that was not what people were portraying on vase paintings so that's how i wake up every morning (laughs) i was gonna say i was just about to make that joke (laughs) (laughs) 
About you, though, not myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad we're all on the same wavelength here. I'm still hung up on the dripping eyes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. For some know. reason, like, I feel like maybe it's just, like, like allergies. Like, you're just a little having a bad day, need a little Benadryl. But then my brain is also auto-filling, like, this black goo. And I was like, well, that's dramatic. Right. Well, I mean, he said their bodies are entirely black. Which also makes me think maybe Aeschylus is just a little racist, but whatever. Um, There's no way to be sure. Actually, there's plenty of ways to be sure, but I'm just not. Um, Maybe it is black goo. Uh, Maybe they have, maybe they're allergic to like the uh, cottonwood like I am. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) It kind of sounds like he just doesn't like women in the fact that Maybe they snore. (laughs) 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 Or birds, you know. Uh, Why not both? I don't think that his dislike is mutually exclusive. Maybe it's both. So while he was off being rude about harpies and calling them disgusting and stuff, like like I said, the, the paintings that we have that survived were all really pretty women with wings, kind of like Western ideals of angels. Um, but not the, like, the Night Vale angels that have, like, a billion eyes and a bunch of limbs and stuff, but, like, the, the stereotypical, like, blonde-haired lady with, like, wings and pale skin and whatever, right? I think the ones with, like, a million eyes and, like, all that weird shit and they're clearly not human, like, those are kind of, those are goals, honestly. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they're cool. It's interesting that, like, these two art forms differed so vastly because like you would think and in most cases with like from what i know of greek mythology and like paintings and carvings and stuff like they match pretty closely to what was written um Mm. but this for some reason there's just a lot of variation and i think maybe it's because nobody could decide what they looked like Mm. it's definitely like you get that with like biblical art too though Mm -hmm. i mean Look at Ewan McGregor Jesus. <laughs> Ewan McGregor <laughs> Jesus is my favorite picture. <laughs> I'm just saying. We know that Jesus wasn't white, so why are we painting Jesus as a white dude? I don't know. To I make him know. socially acceptable to the, to the white <laughs> to people. To the wasps. <laughs> yep. The white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. But they're just not ready to handle that truth. No one's going to accept socialism from a not-white person. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So when harpies weren't busy doing Zeus's bidding and, you know, snatching up food from, I guess, specifically Phineas, right? Uh, They were just kind of doing that to humans and taking their valuables and sometimes their kids, uh, sometimes just... (laughs) I don't know, snatching people out of thin air. Again, it's like herpes were blamed for everything that went missing. Uh, So like the one sock that you swear you put in the dryer and it just vanished. Or the time that I lost my tool hoodie and I still haven't found it. You know what's funny? Is I can't find my tool shirt either right now. Mm. Harpies? Interesting. Harpies? Harpies. Imagine just, like, checking your schedule for the day, and it's just like, oh, I've got to go steal all the tool merch. <laughs> right? So rude. That stuff is so comfy. Honestly, like, as a side note, 
Uh, all of Maynard's bands have the comfiest merch ever. Ugh. They do. The prints are really well done, too. Like, those things last forever. Mm-hmm. It's probably mm-hmm. some of the best merch that I have ever gotten. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, next time I guess somebody goes missing, maybe look to the sky. <laughs> or <laughs> it's just Jeepers Creepers up there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Oh, I didn't make that connection, but now I there now. need to just go die. He do be kind of looking like half a bird. He does have wings, and he's got black skin. Just saying. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe Jeebus Creepers is actually a harpy. Um, Solved. We did it. Congratulations, gang. We're done for the weekend. <laughs> I can retire now. My job is done. Um, yeah. Another story of the harpies is when harpies ended up being sicked on jason of the argo when wait was that the harpies or was that something oh no boreades hold on i'm gonna mess i'm gonna very 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 simplify this story but basically the boreades so like the wind brothers they were chasing the argonauts and followed them and the harpies to the strafet Strafades, Strafades, I think Strafades Islands, where the goddess Iris commanded them to turn back and leave the storm spirits unharmed. So they were chasing the harpies to the islands where they live, and Iris was just like, nah, leave, leave and never come back. Leave. And they did. Leave now and never come back. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) So they show up. Uh, in the Odyssey and the Iliad. And that's kind of where we get a lot of our harpy mythology TM. Um, because, again, the Library of Alexandria was burned down. So we lost a lot of records of stuff and things. Um, and I'm not salty about it. Not at all. Mm-hmm. We do have three that were mentioned by name. So Homer talks about podarge, which means swift foot. And then Hesiod mentions... Alo and then Okipit, <laughs> which is right, which is <laughs> Storm Swift and Swift Wing. So basically, if you have Swift in your name, um, you're probably a harpy. So looking at you, Taylor. Shots fired. I'm gonna get smoked now. Yep. All of these names are picked like those stupid little charts where it's like what's your emo name and you like pick your favorite color and this is the day you were born on and then you put it all together and that's your harpy name i love that i'm gonna make one of those charts please um, and then i'll just post it or i'll have erica post it to our twitter so you can take your harpy name (laughs) (laughs) what's your harpy name everything on the chart just says swift 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 (laughs) your name is swift swift (laughs) (laughs) your name is quick swift quick swift swift quick swift but you're swiffer tm look at you (laughs) perfect okay so this leads us into sirens not the the chart with your emo uh harpy name (laughs) or whatever but but the mythology bit right Sirens are also a part of Greek mythology, and they are half bird, half woman. The ratio (laughs) of bird to woman varies, I guess, depending on the story, but it is what it is. They are some part bird, some part lady. And weirdly enough, 
they're supposed to be daughters of one of the sea gods and then a muse or the river god Aeschylus and one of the muses. Nobody's really sure. (laughs) Huh. Okay. Yeah, no one knows who the baby daddy is or really who the baby mama is. We just know it was one of the muses and then something about water. We also don't know um, how much bird the baby is. Or how much uh, baby the baby is, yeah. It's all pretty much a giant gray area, as is, I would say, most Greek mythology. Not a lot of it really makes sense. (laughs) That's and okay. You know what? We love it. And we love it anyway. So again, we yeah, they're muses because music probably is why one of the muses is the mom. Um, yeah. But sirens are most well known for having the power to basically lure sailors in so that they wreck just for funsies basically like they live on islands little islands i guess like rocky shores and stuff and then they just sing and then men are like oh my god i gotta get on that and then they just like cause a bunch of shipwrecks because they have nothing better to do i guess and honestly we kind of stand do you think sirens were the ones that originally are uh, like coined the phrase get wrecked yes 100 percent. yes confirmed definitely they were saying it before it was cool hell yeah (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, so sirens like uh, harpies were also featured in the Odyssey, specifically in book 12, I can read Roman numerals, um, where uh, if you've never read the Odyssey, I mean, that's fine. It's long and old and stuff. But um, basically, Odysseus was on his way home. But instead of taking like a few months, it took him what like 12 years or something like that i think it was um, did he like take that, the wrong cause... turn or he yeah. just he was he was on a grand tour and he just was doing all kinds of whack shit i don't know uh there was like a cyclops that's where the movie oh brother where art thou comes from too it's a play on the odyssey just in case you didn't know but that's one of my favorite movies and it's really cool um yeah if you're gonna my... consume the odyssey start there <laughs> my favorite movie is the uh is the patriot if we want to Which talk is about not that. based on the Odyssey. It's based not, on it's what not. war, uh, Cam? What war happened? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. It was definitely based on the war, war of 1912. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there was a war in 1912. You just don't know about it. Oh, boy. Sure. Yeah, it was the war that the Titanic had with that iceberg. <laughs> yeah, it was very short-lived, but it was glorious. <laughs> In case you didn't know, um, the iceberg one. <laughs> in case no one told you. Oh, no. Uh, anyway. Okay, so Odysseus. Jesus. Um, yeah, he's on his way home. He just kind of does a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou happens, but not in the early 1900s. Um, it's in ancient Greece. And, and there's no George Clooney. Mm. there's no george clooney and there's no toads and also the one guy from roseanne who plays the cyclops and i don't remember his actor's name now um oh, i don't remember either from yes uh mike was solely from monsters Inc. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah from mike wazowski <laughs> mike wazowski could you imagine that voice coming out of mike wazowski's little body oh my god mm 
curse. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm turning this movie off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they, Odysseus and his crew were sailing past the sirens, one of the sirens islands. I don't know. They're kind of everywhere, I think, right? Uh, which is fun to think about. Um, and Odysseus's sailors all plugged their ears with wax so that they couldn't hear the siren song and they wouldn't be tempted to, you know, uh, unalive themselves by jumping overboard. They wouldn't get wrecked. Yeah, right. They no. wouldn't get hashtag wrecked. But Odysseus, because he nasty, decided, I want to hear it. <laughs> so he had his men tie him to the mast so he wouldn't try and jump in the water. And it it kind of, I mean, it, it drove him insane for like a minute there. Uh, but he didn't end up like, you know, doing what they wanted him to do. And weirdly enough, apparently one of the only ways to kill a siren is to ignore them. And then they just like hurl themselves into the sea, uh, out of rage or grief or something. Um, yeah, it's pretty dramatic actually. (laughs) Good thing they don't know about Instagram. Like, damn. Right. Oh my God. I didn't get 500 likes on my last photo. I'm just going to go like. Yeet myself. (laughs) Yeet myself into the ocean. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I can't really blame Odysseus either for, like, being like, I have to know what this sounds like because I'm definitely that person, too. Yeah. Like, remember when we first got the the Switch? Oh, my God. You had Breath of the Wild, and I was like, can I open this? And you said, sure, while you were setting up the (laughs) Switch. And I opened it, didn't even take the cartridge out, but immediately licked it because I had to know what that bitterant tasted like. (laughs) It's so bad. It's, it's terrible. so bad. Mm-hmm. But I just, I had to know. Right? Exactly. So I, I understand. I get it. It's that Ravenclaw in you. Maybe it's the autism. I don't know. <laughs> got a touch of the tism. <laughs> I got a touch of the tism, so I have to put these things in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to the Stuart household. That's all we do is make fun of Amanda's autism brain. Anyway. <laughs> got a touch of the tism. <laughs> got a touch of the tism. It's okay because I got hella ADHD. And I have hemorrhoids. So yeah, I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> Please edit that out. I don't have hemorrhoids, actually. I'm leaving it in, actually. No. no actually, we're not doing any edits. This is a, a free ball episode. Oh, God, no. Okay. Um, no, I have like a thousand ums and uhs to, to edit out. So yeah. At least and 10 minutes And the people worth. will have to suffer as we do. <laughs> yeah. No. Good thing we don't live stream this. Shit. We're already half an hour in. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> we're on the third page of 12 notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, lordy. Okay. So, one of my fun facts is that Orpheus, who is, well, if you don't know who Orpheus is, it doesn't really matter that much, but he he was, like, one of the Argonauts with Jason. Argonaut makes it sound like they're in space, but their boat was called the Argo, so, like, not ship, whatever. Who cares? They are knots of the Argo. They are knots of the Argo, sure. And, uh, so Orpheus is a musician, right? And he apparently can sing so, quote, divinely that sirens have no effect on him. And he can kind of, like, keep his crewmates sane 
and unaffected by the sirens as well, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe Orpheus is also a siren. Who knows? That would be cool. We don't actually have any like record of male sirens the same way we don't have any record of male harpies, but I mean, they gotta be there, right? Like, how else are they making babies? I don't know. Nah, I'm still sticking with asexual. That's fair. I just, I don't know. I feel like they gotta exist somewhere. It's like female dwarfs in Lord of the Rings. They exist somewhere. Actually, they exist in the... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) Spoilers. Okay. Ovid Metamorphoses, book five. He wrote that sirens were supposed to be Persephone's companions. So they were like her handmaids, basically. And then when she was carried off by Hades, or she left with Hades, I guess, depending on which version of the myth you subscribe to. I like the version where she left willingly because that's less gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, she's she's a bad bitch. So like she does what she wants, right? You can't kill me. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. So they looked for her everywhere so the sirens were like basically tasked with finding her and bringing her back but they didn't obviously because she stayed with hades until she ate the pomegranate or because she ate the pomegranate i guess whatever blah 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 blah, which i again i like to think she did willingly but then demeter got all mad and was like you didn't guard my daughter well enough and uh you couldn't find her so uh she like i guess cursed them into having wings it doesn't sound like much of a curse i think that's pretty cool but um she gave them wings so that they could fly and uh like find persephone um in some variations of the myth like they prayed for wings so that they could fly and find her easier and then the gods granted them powers either way they became bird ladies and then sometimes appeared as birds with the head of women and later women with wings or with bird legs and or bird legs i guess so harpy bird lady siren lady bird question mark so confusing like what are you are you a bird lady or a lady bird like choose one Mm -hmm. yeah again it's all pretty vague i have a comment to make nope upon further curiosity I googled why the Starbucks logo is a quote-unquote siren. Mm -hmm. Directly from this article, it says, The siren is like a super mermaid. A mermaid with one tail is just a plain old mermaid. But a siren is often depicted with two tails. But if you google what is a siren, they say bird lady. But then if you google a mermaid with two tails, it's called a gorgona. So what's the truth, Starbucks? Hmm. What's the I think truth? they don't know what they're talking about, to I, be honest. I'm writing an email. I think that it's she's a corporate. gorgonzola. I am <laughs> I'm exposing everything on the inside out. <laughs> Starbucks exposed. <laughs> They've been lying to us this whole time. <laughs> You'll never believe what they pay their workers. <laughs> yeah, Gorgona. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, I'm so mad about that. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I know you asked me this last time and I had no answers for you. Like, because I feel like a lot of people think of sirens as being mermaids, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not. Mm-hmm. They're they're bird ladies, which is why I wanted to talk about harpies too, because there's that comparison, right? Because they're both bird ladies. Yeah. Uh, but sirens cause shipwrecks for no reason, just because they're bored and harpies steal stuff. So, you know, 
because they're bored. It's different, probably. I don't know. Maybe they're the same. Who cares? Actually, I care. I care a lot more than I should. But yeah, I think Starbucks is just so full of lies. <laughs> tear it down from the, the ground up. Uh, <laughs> Erica's our agent on the inside. This is the reason why we're going to take down Starbucks is because their logo doesn't make sense. No, I'm seriously so mad about this nothing, right now. I'm so frustrated. Nothing to do with, you know, anything else. I'm texting it's my boss. Just the look. <laughs> Is this true? Did you know? <laughs> so, regardless of what sirens look like, beside the fact that they are not mermaids with two tails, um, they are bird ladies. Nope, they're ladybirds. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We can all kind of agree that they live on one of three small rocky islands. Uh, that are called the Serenum Scopoli by the Romans. Uh, it's basically like the Siren Rocks, right? So it was said that the dwelling place of the Sirens was like ghastly. And it was basically just a giant heap of bones and rotting flesh of the victims still like hanging off of dead bodies. So yum. It's like when you see someone doing all you can eat chicken wings. Yeah, I hate that. You're welcome. Thanks. I don't like chicken wings. Anyway, that's sirens. Uh, In conclusion, not mermaids with two tails. (laughs) Ladybirds. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Causing shipwrecks for funsies. And also gross, but cool. Could be worse. Could be worse, right? Yeah. Okay, so now we're at my favorite, which is the Vila. Vila. What has become of you? Uh, I knew that was coming. And yet you're still here. I'm still surprised. I am not not. surprised, just disappointed. Mm. I'm not. (laughs) Okay. I'm like super snotty today and I don't know why. It's super annoying. Disgusting. Are your eyes dripping right now, actually? Yeah, we we need to know. For science. For the um, pod. No, my eyes are not dripping. I just think my allergies are starting to act up again. But, like, actually, yeah, I'm probably not a harpy. I'm afraid of heights, so. Ah, same. Yeah. So, Vila are a type of Slavic fairy. There's a lot of different names for them. I'm not going to say them because I will mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> but they're there. Um, I can take a screenshot if you want and post it to the Twitter or something. But, um. So, Vila, it's, for the record, I spell it V-E-E-L-A. Other common spellings are, like, V-I-L-A, V-I-L-Y, W-I-L-A. I think that's most of them. Uh, they're also called Samodiva in some mm. mythologies. It's because there's, like, so many different cultures that these guys appear in. Like, the spelling varies so wildly. But everyone can agree, basically, that they are very, 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 very pretty women. Again, or men, too, I guess. I th- there were uh, references to male Vila, but it's not something that they talked about very much. Mm. But they are super, super pretty and uh, have actually inspired a lot of, like, poems and novels and movies. I guess more commonly like harry potter right we saw some of the vila in what was it it was the uh goblet, goblet of, of fire, fire right yeah it was goblet of fire did you put your name in the uh, goblet of fire 
yeah, but J.K. Rowling made Fleur Delacour like a quarter Vila, and that's why everyone was always tripping over themselves for her because she was so pretty and like charming and whatever. And they are the mascot for one of the Quidditch teams, and I don't, I think it's the Bulgarian Quidditch team. Their their like icon or whatever is a Vila. Um, I didn't write it down because, yeah, um, it's J.K. Rowling and it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, <laughs> basically, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> it wasn't important to me at the time. So, Vila also were the inspiration for Edgar Allan Poe's Annabelle Lee, which I did not know about, but it makes a lot of sense looking back on it. Um, I actually, side note, on a side note, um, <laughs> I taught my kids a lesson that used Annabelle Lee on I think Thursday and I got to tell them hey this poem was inspired by my favorite mythological creature and they were like what's that and I said Vila and they were like what's that (laughs) and I was like don't worry about it (laughs) um anyway so my kids are already done with me (laughs) Uh, as are we all so Vila date back way further than just Edgar Allan Poe, though, and J.K. Rowling. Surprise. Um, The earliest works of written art that mention the Vila or Samodiva. Samodiva? I I don't speak, like, Slavic languages, so if I mispronounce stuff, I'm just doing my best up here. So we have record that is, like, a thousand years old, of Balkan myths that describe, like, the ancient Thracian, so Thrace, Greek, right, legends, where Samadiva are described as, like, antagonistic characters uh, who basically seek to cause chaos and, uh, well, it wasn't specific, (laughs) but (laughs) they talked about how they prey on, like, isolated men, but then sometimes, like, on whole villages and... I am reading between the lines a little bit on this one, and it sounds like they're kind of like seductresses uh, or like incubi or succubi or whatever, right? Mm. Which is interesting. It's not the way that I saw it portrayed in other like variations of the myth, but in one of the stories, and I guess one of the most well-known stories, so there was a guy named Prince Marco who, I guess, gained superhuman powers after drinking Samadiva milk. And I don't know if I want more clarification on that or less. It's fresh because... Where did the source milk come from? Well... Well, hmm. the Samadiva. But... Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) Maybe we won't talk about that. We're just going to gloss over that one. (laughs) But he probably got superhuman powers um, from sucking on titties. That's all I got to say about that. Anyway. Hey, we've uh, all been there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I can't lie. No. God, gross. Okay. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, so I think the thing that's kind of fun about Vila is that they're not like exclusive to Slavic mythologies. They're also like really well known in Nordic mythologies. So I don't know what like the Nordic equivalent to them is, but I almost want to say that it's part of like the Valkyrie myth. Just based on my own very limited understanding of Nordic mythology, I only know really uh stuff from Thor, and that's about it. Um, sorry. But they are like an archaic type of like mythological creature. Like we have them all over the place, which I think is really interesting because maybe it goes back like to when cultures were all like kind of one, but not really, but maybe sort of, I don't know. I'm speculating. I'm not uh, an anthropologist. So (laughs) regardless of where they come from, most notably probably like Slavic to Nordic, mythologies um they're described as being like unimaginably beautiful but also wicked dangerous right (laughs) as most beautiful women are (laughs) um but they have like long blonde hair and i can only assume that they were described as being pale like actually i know that they were described as being pretty like pale women but i don't know if that is whitewashing or (laughs) if that's just a thing um but they are more commonly like symbols of wilderness because they're like nature spirits and they have apparently the ability to affect the weather and sea <laughs> tie tying it all back and lexi's here to yell at me um because i keep getting distracted so for the same reasons that people love vila you know magic and pretty and stuff uh People also fear them because, I mean, if you think about it, like, the sea is pretty, but also hurricanes and tidal waves and uh, tsunamis. And then, like, the wind is nice when it's hot and you need a breeze, but then tornadoes. So because nature is so, like, double-edged, right, Vila Mm -hmm. are as well. And then this is why people still, actually, to this day, will leave out offerings to Vila to kind of, like, pacify them (laughs) and they leave out like round cakes and ribbons and fresh fruit and vegetables and flowers and uh shiny stuff you know fairies and whatever so i guess i i should probably um do that so maybe i get my tool hoodie back (laughs) (laughs) wait so but vila they're like they're like people sized though right they're not like little tinkerbells oh no 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 they're people sized yeah so theoretically, I could just go door to door, see if someone left an offering, and just be like, "Oh, a little snick. Oh my and just, god! You know, if you yeah. want to go to the Balkan Islands <laughs> and figure <laughs> out, go door to door, picking up little cakes and stuff and ribbons, be my guest. But I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you tried it? No, but it sounds like a recipe for disaster. Are you really gonna go out and take a fairy's offerings? Yeah. That sounds like a bad idea. Do it, Amanda. Only one way to find out. <laughs> oh my god. How to get to shut the Balkans. your face. <laughs> Walking directions. <laughs> Good luck. So even though Vila are seductive and graceful and pretty and passionate, they also carry that passion over into being warriors. So they are said to fight for righteous causes 
Uh, so if you kind of get them on your side and you make them think, oh, my fight is righteous, uh, then they will fight for you. And then in some Serbian epic poems, you'll see them helping the heroes with their prophetic and healing powers. So not only are they very pretty and magic and control the wind, they also have prophetic so like they can see the future and also healing powers so they can heal. So these guys are just balling, right? <laughs> They sound like someone's Mary Sue. They like, kind of do, actually. <laughs> this is my Vila character. Her name is... Oh, what would be a good Mary Sue Vila name? Mm, Golden Iris. I don't know. <laughs> name is Golden Ray, but she goes by Ray Ray. <laughs> yep, that's it. Welcome to my high school AU fanfiction. Both of her parents oh. are dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> they were killed by her ex-boyfriend who turned out to be a demon. No, he's a half-demon, half-angel. Oh, you're right. She thought he was just an angel, but it turns out he's half-demon, half-angel. Oh, oh the heartbreak. We've all Which been there. Which is just a fairy. I think. Right? <laughs> fucking like if you cry every fucking time. <laughs> God. Anyway. Vila <laughs> are cool, all right? Uh, so they're said to have a special fondness for animals. They love, like, all that woodsy stuff. They especially like deer and dogs. Uh, so I don't, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around, like, what this would look like, but they're said to have used snakes to bridle seven-year-old hearts, which I found out last week are male deer, so, like, seven-year-old male deer, and use snakes as, like, the reins and then ride them as mounts. And I just, I need someone to draw this for me so that I can visualize what that looks like. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's uh, weird. It's definitely not something I would have made up. That's how you know that I'm not making this up. (laughs) Because it's weird. (laughs) Yeah, so it's also kind of said that if Vila find wanderers in their woods, uh, they might... Tell them about natural disasters that are coming in, like avalanches, because, you know, Serbia and the Balkans and Nordic stuff. Uh, I don't know why I said Nordic stuff instead of, like, Denmark and <laughs> Scandinavia, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so, yeah, they might Im- they might warn them about danger, especially if they have a dog with them, because oh, uh, they love dogs. Vila, just real big dog people for some reason. I mean, dogs, but also interesting. But also dogs. But also dogs. I feel like it, it just doesn't quite mesh with the deer with snake reins image. But also dogs. Like, that's super normal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that just, like, I'm experiencing cognitive dissonance. I don't know. <laughs> dogs, <laughs> but they have snake leash. <laughs> They're just a bunch of snakes tied together. <laughs> they have leashes. <laughs> snake leash or sneesh, if you will. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so some people believe that dogs are like the Vila's favorite animals and that they only really like people that have dogs. I, it That's totally possible, sure. But while Vila love dogs, they're kind of meh about people generally speaking like it's a little more complicated vila are known to be like largely upbeat and energetic and you know be all 
flirty and lighthearted and stuff. Uh, they like to sing and dance and play, fight, fight some more. <laughs> you know. Ride a deer with a snake. Play with dogs. But they also like to lure people into uh, dancing until they drop dead. But (laughs) that's generally speaking only if you make them mad. So I guess don't do that. Sometimes people have explained like circular shapes of darker grass and fields as being like fairy circles uh, and more specifically Vila fairy circles. I guess it's a little different from how... We typically think of a fairy circle as like a ring of mushrooms, right? Mm -hmm. But it's darker grass in this case. That's just a crop circle. It's not a crop circle. We talked about this. It could be a crop circle. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you know about crop circles? Well, it's not a crop. It's a field. A field of crops. With circles. No. No. Mm. What? What is there not to get about this, Cameron? Well, it's (laughs) it's not a crop. It's just grass. On a field. Mm. A crop okay. of grass. In a field. <laughs> I'm going to come upstairs and punch you. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Yeah, so it's said that stepping into these not crop circles, fairy no. circles, are uh, a one-way ticket to crazy town, basically. <laughs> like, So, like, you'll go insane if you step into a fairy circle, I guess. Uh, specifically, like, this Vila fairy circle. So, Vila are also said to live not only in the forest or in fields, but also in clouds and water and lakes. Oh. Which... I feel like people might just be, like, not really sure at this point, like, where they live. It seems like forest is the most common, but maybe they do be living in the clouds. Maybe people are mistaking angels for Vila, or Vila for angels, you know? Or, I don't know how these bird people live in the water, but... They just do. They just be do like that. It's like an ever after when she's just like, a bird may love a fish, but where would they live? <laughs> Apparently with Vila, and that's that on that. <laughs> Asked and answered. <laughs> so generally, Vila tend to not involve themselves with humans directly, but if children are cursed by their parents, so not like I'll put a spell on you type of curse, but like just yell that essentially, or like treated poorly by their parents, uh, Vila will just come in and snatch them away from their families so that they can take care of the kids and, like, feed them honey and teach them about nature and magic. Oh, jeez. <laughs> kind of intense, really. <laughs> yeah, that's a um, bit of an overreaction. A little bit. It's like, okay, in some cases I could see that being pretty cool. It's like, my parents are dicks to me, so, yeah, hell yeah, I'll go live with some fairies and stuff. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, well, my parents yelled at me once, and I probably deserved it. But now I got kidnapped by these magical beings and, like, I can't leave. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a bit of an overstep, I think. But (laughs) who am I to judge, I guess? I don't know. Well, I'm not a kidnapper, so that's who I am. But Uh, (laughs) (laughs) actually, hold on. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in order to stop Vila from snatching their kids away, I guess, people have uh, tried to gain favor of the Vila by leaving those offerings, right? Like, that's another reason to leave out the cakes and the 
the fruit and the uh, ribbons and stuff. And there is actually a name for people who the Vila favor, and they're called the Vilenic. Vilenic? Something like that, uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I didn't know they had like a fan base name, <laughs> but there you are. What's up, all my Vilenics? It's like army or whatever, right? But it's for your Vila. They call themselves Nicks for short. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, you're the one that said it. You can't just uh, your own joke. Yeah, I know. I said it and then I regretted it immediately. <laughs> <sighs> so, again, Vila have a very, like, strong reaction to things. So, you know, stealing kids away because their parents yell at them might be a bit of an overreaction. Um, they also kind of overreact if men defy them. You know, same. But, uh, or when people intrude on their territory. And that is specifically where they will either attack the men, pretty much always men, because it always is, um, with bows and arrows, or lure them to dance to death. Mm. Um, good song. Yeah, pretty good, right? (laughs) So, honestly, I, I, I just love them. I think they're so neat. Um. I just think they're neat. So <laughs> some Vila have been known to have romantic relationships with humans and even marry. Um, and when they're married, it's always men because, of course, it is. Why wouldn't it be that they're married to? But, you know, you know, I'm sure it happened where they were like, oh, but ladies, though. But ladybirds? Mm. Lady, bir- like bird ladies? <laughs> like bird, like bird lady, lady bird? but yeah so in these marriages they were always portrayed as being like happy dutiful wives so like 1950s housewife or whatever but like they might just one day decide "Mm, i'm done with this and then they just go back to the forest oh amazing fair enough um but if they have like if they have a child with whoever they married um they will just take the kid and leave them in the care of a different mortal woman, but still, like, keep an eye on them, but not really have any interaction. It's like they don't trust their husband slash ex-husband to take care of the kids, <laughs> <laughs> which, fair. They just kind of take the kid, leave it with somebody else, but then just kind of keep an eye on them from a distance. Interesting. Huh. Uh-huh. There is one way that I saw to kill Avila, and that was to pluck a hair from her head or steal one of her feathers, and then she might either just drop dead or she'll be, so, like, so weak that you can just kill her, which seems like a flaw in the design, really. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you're into hair pulling and stuff? Like, It sounds like a very Leo thing to do. If you lose a strand of hair, you're going to die. It's a very Leo thing. <laughs> That is a very Leo thing. All Vila's are Leos. Oh, God. They're all fire signs. Oh, definitely. I'm going to talk about that in a second, actually. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I guess if she gets one of her feathers back that got stolen, she might be okay. But, like, she might also die. But that's the, like, historical view of Vila that we have i guess and i i wasn't able to find like good solid evidence for why a shift happens but in more modern depictions of vila we've seen them like be less air spirits and more fire right and like mm-hmm. 
having different qualities to them, I guess, uh, where they can like go full harpy mode or whatever, shoot fireballs, and also that they mate for life. And I don't really know why these changes happened, but they did. And I, it's really interesting to me <laughs> that that's like, it's, it's so different, I guess, or I guess not too different. There's just like some additions to their, their mythology that people have added. I wonder if it's just because like the, the mythos and everything is just so old that once enough hands have gotten onto it, it just kind of takes off. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you read like, I don't know, I guess fan fiction would be a good example of this. Like sometimes it's not always anything like the canon. Sometimes it's not true to the sauce material. Yeah, sometimes you're like, why did you make this fan fiction? Why didn't you just make this original content? I don't know what's going on here. It's also OOC, what the heck? Yeah, Yeah. there we go, OOC. Right, yeah, maybe it's like a historical telephone, right? Like where the message gets passed so many times that eventually it's not the same message. That is a much better example than what I gave. (laughs) That's okay. I like fan fiction. Um surprised to no one um but yeah so vila very interesting i just spent the last mm, what half hour talking about them specifically so you know where my hyperfixation came from uh so <laughs> let's let's move on to my last category here which is mermaids you knew it was coming like actual mermaids not um the siren mermaids that starbucks made up yeah the Starbucks propaganda. This propaganda <laughs> that they're spreading in my white people culture. Lies. <laughs> Lies. Uh, okay. So mermaids, or mermen, because we do have male versions of these ones for some reason. Ugh. Unfortunate. No, it's okay. They are marine creatures, so living in the ocean or water, that have the upper body of a human and then the tail of a fish. I'm sure most people know what mermaids are at this point, but, you know. Starbucks doesn't. Oh, Starbucks doesn't. That's fair, yeah. For sure. So, in some mythologies, they are, like, divine or semi-divine. So, they're either godly or, like, demigods. Uh, In European folklore, mermaids, again, sometimes called sirens for reasons that I will never truly comprehend, but white people probably... And so mermaids and mermen were like fairies, but in the water, uh, that had prophetic powers and also loved to sing. And while they were very long-lived, they were mortal and did not have souls. (sighs) So Ariel didn't have a soul, question mark? She was ginger or (laughs) what? What is the truth, Disney? God, just we are exposing everybody today. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're all mega corporations, so I don't expect that another episode will ever come out because we will have been disappeared. Yeah, that's true. Probably. They down the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Mermaids. I, I feel like they're a little bit more uh, human-ish-like in their disposition. So sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're rude. Sometimes they'll help you. It's kind of just whatever they feel like. They have their own. They're their own fish people, I guess. Um, but they can cause floods and disasters if you offend them. So maybe don't. To see one on a voyage is either 
an omen of a shipwreck or it's good luck. Uh, so take your pick, huh. I guess. Yeah. Um, it means something. <laughs> what it means. Ooh. It's up to interpretation. <laughs> Basically. Um, sometimes they will lure mortals to death by drowning, as did the Lorelei of the Rhine. So like a specific type of mermaid, I guess. But Lorelei is a cool name. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what the stick song was about. It's about mermaids. Probably. They sing about aliens, so. Yeah, it's true. And we mm. love them for it. Yep. So they also entice young people to live with them underwater, which mm. sounds not pleasant for the young people who can't breathe underwater. <laughs> or um, swim. Unless they chose to, like, give them gills somehow with their, like, fairy powers or whatever. But that was not part of the, the story that I heard. So... <laughs> that's up for debate interestingly enough there is actually uh, like an ancient carving of a mermaid on a bench in the church of zenner in cornwall why i don't know um i just have to assume that it's uh probably some kind of like catholicism stealing pagan mythologies and stuff like they do yeah well we do know that they used a lot of that kind of imagery and stuff in like their old like what are they the the house like sigils and stuff Mm, mm -hmm. like family crests and stuff yeah the family crests there we go maybe i said ancient it's 15th century which i mean uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty ancient yeah that's old that's like 1400s that's pretty old yeah but yeah it, it's i don't know i i wish i knew why maybe it is the family crest maybe uh whoever carved the bench uh just like mermaids yeah. so a lot of the folk tale like quote-unquote record of marriages between mermaids and humans are not great uh so in a lot of them a guy steals like the mermaid's comb or mirror or belt or some other possession and while he has them she has to live with him so it's kind of kidnappy and gross mm. yeah rapunzel did that with flynn mm. oh yeah that's true yeah oh how the turntables mm-hmm. she was taking it back <laughs> exactly but uh, when she finds whatever he stole from her, she can return to the sea. So I guess at least there's that. Hopefully he's not good at hiding things. Um, <laughs> it's in the pot. <laughs> uh, so in some variations of this stories, like the marriages will last until whatever their agreed upon conditions are fulfilled. So like, I'll marry you until spring of next year, or I'll marry you until your crops are harvested, or I'll marry you until you're rich and powerful. I don't know, whatever it is that they decide, which seems a lot more fair, mm-hmm. you know? So less gross. Um, but yeah, that's, so that is like Western mermaids. I have actually a list of, non-western mermaids which i thought were interesting and would be nice to mention i'm not going to get too far into any one of these because time Mm. and (laughs) i don't really have time to like deep dive into every single like mythology of mermaids but i'll give you some of the broad strokes okay so in west south and central africa there is like a range of tales about mythical water spirits called mamiwata 
which it means water. water. (laughs) (laughs) It means water as mother or mother of the waters. And I just keep thinking it's mommy water. So mommy water. Cool. Mommy water. (laughs) Which sounds so weird. No, I love it. I love them. So these spirits stem from like multiple African cultures. Uh, A lot of them have really ancient roots, like actually ancient and not just 14th century or 15th century 15th century Mm -hmm. but there is no like one way to describe what mommy wata look like right so the gender is fluid uh meaning that they can kind of appear as whatever they feel like at the time which honestly goals i think that's a pun too they're like i'm a water spirit i'm gender fluid (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think about that but fair because you're not punny that's true you're here for all the dad jokes hell yeah you fill in the dad void hell yeah (laughs) so uh mommy wata is worshipped for both like the benevolence and offering beauty healing and wisdom as well as warding off natural disasters so it's a pretty sweet deal, right? Like if you worship them, they'll give you beauty and healing and wisdom and also no hurricanes, no tornadoes, no earthquakes. Like, all right, I can do that. Yeah, that's really kind of them. Yeah, right? Like I don't see a downside to this. <laughs> However, following colonialism and the rise of the slave trade in the 1600s, uh, the stories and beliefs of Mamiwata spread across the globe and remain an important source of spiritual connection with African communities seeking to reclaim their traditions and cultural identities. So that's neat. That was actually like a pretty okay point. You said colonialism and I was like, uh, it's all downhill from there, which I mean, <laughs> it, it was downhill, but I'm glad but that it- she's still around and still like. Right. I guess if not being actively worshipped, like people are still like, oh yeah, you know, mommy water. Right. Like mommy water out here keeping us all together. Pretty cool. Keeping the hurricanes over in um, America. God. Yeah, you're not wrong. So yeah, that's mommy water. Um, In Eastern Europe, the Ruloski are the Slavic mermaids, I guess. But Ruloski are water nymphs. And they are generally benevolent spirits. Uh, They're associated with, like, fertility and agriculture. uh, So, you know, growing stuff. And they also... (laughs) uh, Just like every other thing that has to do with, like, more female-coded spirits, they started to get more sinister in the 1800s. Hmm. It's almost like something happened around that period. Mm. Yeah, it's so weird, huh? Further research is required. <laughs> uh, where's a historian when you need one? Mm-hmm. So around the 1800s, Rulaski started to be believed as like the ghosts of women who died violent deaths by drowning. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, all right. So in their anger and sorrow, they lure men and children to their watery graves. So... I almost think this is, like, an Eastern European version of, like, La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Almost. You know what I mean? It sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> but I really like the term, like, lead them to their watery graves or whatever, because I always, like, assign the pronoun to the wrong character. So I'm just imagining the spirit leading some kid by the hand, and they're like, look, this is where I'm buried. And then they just take them home. 
You're just like, all right, that was a cool field trip. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah, my brain's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. It was like that That's half okay. pony. Oh, Erica, you want to hear a funny story real quick? Yeah. Um, yesterday I was reading a book and one of the characters was described <laughs> as having a half ponytail. Or no, as, as having their hair halfway up. And my he- head, instead of going, you know, half ponytail, gave him one pigtail and the other <laughs> side of his head, he just laid straight. <laughs> To be fair, when you read me that part, I thought the same exact thing. I think it was like he had half his hair tied up or something like that. It was, was yeah. And we were both like, "Mm? (laughs) what? It's like, that's a weird fashion choice, but what do I know? Yeah, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) It was very funny. (sighs) Anyway, okay, that was the (laughs) Ruloski and the half ponytail. And the half ponytail. Um, so in Ireland, there are marrows, which sounds a lot like bone marrow, but it's with an E instead of an A. They're marrows. So marrows, maybe? I don't know. Female marrows with their beauty and long green hair, they they resemble more of our, like, traditional view of mermaids. Uh, but then the male marrow are considered very grotesque and cruel and more fish than man. So, cool. Accurate. They are ruthless and horrible to humans, basically. And that's why it said that female marrow have relationships with humans because male marrow suck. <laughs> Hashtag not all um, men marrow. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, but there you go. Also, they have green hair, which is pretty cool. I do like the green hair bit. Like, can they just wear seaweed as, like, extensions? That would honestly be pretty cool. So, in Southeast Asia, we have the Savannah Maka. And mm, these... That's a cool name, too. I know, right? It's... Ugh. Okay. S-U-V-A-M-N-A-M-A-C-C-H-A. Savannah Maka. I had to look up how to say that. Uh, just like I had to look up the name of the city in Thailand. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a mood, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so in the Thai Ramayana, which is the Thai retelling of the Indian epic poem, which I believe has the same name, uh, one of our heroes, Hanuman, attempts to build a bridge of stones across the sea. And in Southeast Asian folklore, there is also a mermaid princess named Savanamaka, which means golden fish. So in Ramakan murals depicting these two, uh, Hanuman and Savanamaka, they meet in... I like the, the name Hanuman because it sounds like he's like a Pokemon, and all he can say is his own name. So you're like, hey, you want to help me with this? And he's just like, Hanuman! Well, see, I was thinking of, like, Saruman. <laughs> oh, wow, you took a way more evil uh, yeah. twist to that. Well, we were watching Lord of the Rings the other day, so... I don't know. That's just where my brain went. Um, but, so they met in... It was, like, what, Frakau? So Hanuman was tasked with building this bridge across the sea. Suvanamaka was instructed to keep him from doing that. So when the two meet, though, they fall in love, and Suvanamaka was like, actually, I'm going to help you finish this path. So oh. she went mm-hmm. against orders, I guess. Uh, I'm not, it's not 
very helpful of her. Yeah, I'm not really sure exactly what happens to her after that. I hope she's okay and, like, got to live with Hanuman. Hanuman! Right? Um, <laughs> but because she helped him finish the, the bridge, Savarumaka is now seen as, like, a, the herald of good luck. And uh, they, they, as in people in Cambodia, Thailand, and Laos, use her figure as, like, good luck charms and on streamers and icons and stuff. So, cool. She's, like, a good thing. Um, In the Scottish Isles and in Scotland, selkies are a thing. <laughs> they have selkies. So, we while they're not, the like, selkies. they have the selkies. Um, while the selkies aren't necessarily mermaids, they're, like, mermaid-adjacent, kind of, um, and that they are said to be, like, women, but that have a seal skin that they can put on. Like, they can basically shapeshift into seals, um, but when they transform into humans, they, they actually take off their seal skin and, like, have to hide it, basically. So, in Gaelic stories, they're described as, I think it's Magdenmara? I don't speak Gaelic. I'm very, very sorry. But it means maiden of the sea. So, Silkies are described as, like, very uncertain. Like, they want to be in the water, but they also want to be on land, but they want to be on the water. It's like when my dog wants to go outside, but then immediately wants to come back in, but then immediately wants to go back outside again. And then um, she wants to get into the water. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, there are some stories of them, like, tempting people into the water, but then there's also other stories where they, like, abandon their seal skins and marry humans and begin families. But eventually, they usually end up going back to the water. There's also another gross uh, marriage story where, like, the man will steal the woman's skills, or sorry, the selkie's seal skin and force her into marrying him so that she can't go back to the water because he has her seal skin. Gross. I guess the moral of the story is men suck. I'm going to try that tactic if I ever have to get remarried. Well, let's just hope you don't, I guess. <laughs> Steal someone's skin. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's real gross. I hated that. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. In Western Europe, there are the Melusine, and they are a feminine spirit found in a lot of, like, medieval European folk tales. So Melusine are kind of like serpents or they have fish tails sometimes they have wings i guess nobody really knows <laughs> so maybe they're like lamia and they have like they're a snake with a lady face or maybe they're mermaids maybe or they're harpies face. yeah uh, <laughs> wait that's that's the one that's somehow worse than a snake with a lady face that's the <laughs> no, one that I does think, it i think both of them are bad i just <laughs> I was picturing, like, Sunday's face on a human body. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I guess, to, regardless of what a Melusine looks like, <laughs> they're usually, like, described as willful girls who get revenge on human fathers on behalf of fairy mothers. So they're basically half human, half fairy, all rage. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the most famous legend 
is of a Melusine who like tries to get revenge on her father for, I don't know, making fun of her fairy mother or something. But then her mother punishes her with a tail. Oh. Why? I, it's like she tried to stand up for you and you were like, actually, I'm going to turn you into a fish person. Actually, this is my battle. <laughs> yeah, basically. In sailor folklore, mermaids represent both good fortune and disaster. Again, so like, take your pick, I guess. Are you feeling lucky today? Right. It's literally like just whatever happens is going to happen, but it was a mermaid's fault no matter what. Exactly. Yeah, that was it. Uh, So sailors spent months, sometimes years, traveling across the ocean. So they basically fed off of each other a lot when they were on ships. And like their superstitions sort of evolved over time from being so isolated. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say like fed off of each other? Do you mean like ideas, right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I said their superstitions fed off of each other. Oh, I didn't hear the superstitions bit. I just heard the sailors fed off of each other. And I was like, did they not have, like, you know, dried meat? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you ask, what what boat was that? Uh, I'm sure there was a few. Yeah, there was like a, 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 what's it called? Ask a Mortician did a, a video about it. I don't remember. Yeah. Cannibalism. Gross. Uh, so, no. Their superstitions evolved <laughs> in proximity to each other, I guess. It was a collaboration. To... It was a collaborative effort. Um, And it's kind of like Gibbs in Pirates of the Caribbean where he was super superstitious and like had all these things that he would say about that kind of thing like it it was like that i don't know how that guy functioned i don't know either he's like paranoid to the max (laughs) that's probably why he was drunk all the time (laughs) there's a character like that in Inkheart. his name is basta and uh same thing paranoid to the max and i'm just like you're dude you're not gonna get anything done like this we gotta calm down Mm -hmm. please sit down you're gonna hurt yourself so yeah, mermaids, like, appeared in a lot of, like, nautical stories over time where, like, oh, well, there was this shipwreck because they saw a mermaid, you know, and she lured them to their deaths, right? That's what I'd say, too. So the insurance claim will go through. <laughs> exactly. Yield insurance. <laughs> uh, your ship insurance. That's yep. what I call uh, fan fiction. My ship insurance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, they're described as, like, wild, violent, fascinating as the nature of the sea itself, right? Mermaids often appeared as figureheads on the front of nautical vessels. So, if you've seen a movie that has a ship in it between, like, that takes place between the 16th and 20th centuries, you've probably seen, like, a mermaid carved on the figurehead of a ship, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a real thing. I didn't know that was a real thing. I thought that was just like a Hollywood gimmicky thing, but it was a real thing. And they were put there as like supposed to be good luck, maybe as a way to appease the sea and ensure good weather. So cool. I guess they were 
taking luck into their own hands and saying, well, I'm going to see this mermaid every day and she's going to bring me good luck, right? <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe if they see this like carving of a mermaid, they won't see a real mermaid. So early map makers like Olus Magnus, uh, he used sea monsters, including mermaids, to portray dangerous geographical areas in the ocean. So like the the, the stereotypical here there be monsters, right? That was him. I really love how for like the longest time because we didn't have like a more scientific understanding of why certain things were dangerous or like you know currents and how hurricanes are formed and this and that the the go-to like i guess answer was just i don't know monsters mermaids (laughs) right yeah but to this day i mean we have shipwrecks right like if there's a ship there's gonna be a wreck probably <laughs> wow you're you're positing that there's a hundred percent chance <laughs> there's a hundred percent chance of wreck there is no other outcome <laughs> if there is a ship it will wreck <laughs> it's just schrodinger's shipwreck. <laughs> um no 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 check off shipwreck jeez Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chekhov's shipwreck. I'm getting my terms mixed. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, you are. Chekhov's like my favorite yeah, literary. I'm actually really embarrassed to have you on the pod right now. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I should have quit while I was ahead. Yep. I peaked too early. But, you know, there are still people that blame shipwrecks on mermaids, just the same as, like, I'm now going to blame everything that goes missing on harpies. <laughs> but, you know, like, not everyone understands uh, currents, like you said, or, like, navigating errors. But everyone can blame sirens or mermaids. <laughs> yeah, how else are you going to get the insurance claim? Right. So, yeah. um, That's my spiel on uh, all of those things, I guess. Uh, questions? Not so much a question, but I'm still hung up on the whole, like, Starbucks siren is not a siren thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on, let me, like, hmm. Let me, let me send you this link. I'll send you this link where they're talking about where the logo came from. Like, can we report because... this to the FTC? Like, as false advertising? <laughs> Erica, I need you to get in touch with corporate. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. <laughs> Uh, How has no one else noticed this? There's got to be something I noticed. (laughs) I noticed. Not even fucking QAnon has commented on this. What the hell is going on? God, I'm surprised they haven't. For real. I noticed, and that's why I had to bring it up so that now you know and we can commiserate. (laughs) We can pass the word along. The conspiracy that... Now everyone knows the truth. The truth Mm -hmm. is out there. The men in black are going to come knocking. (laughs) They come knocking, but they're just, like, highly caffeinated. (laughs) They come knocking, they've got Starbucks in their hand. They're just snorting espresso powder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so that was Harpy Sirens, Mermaid, Vila. Yeah. Round two. Round two, because uh, Audio said fuck you. No, Audible said fuck you. No, Audacity said fuck you. Oh, it's Audacity. (laughs) I'm thinking about Audible because for some reason Amazon decided I didn't need, we didn't need to go on Amazon Music until today, but whatever. You're waiting for that sponsorship. (laughs) Speaking of sponsorships, if I... (laughs) 
I wouldn't sponsor- say no to a couple. Chekhov sponsorship. Chekhov, yeah, a Chekhov sponsorship. If a sponsorship shows up in the first act, they have to pay us by the third. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I'm sorry it took so fucking long. Um, but I had a lot to say about things and stuff. Yes. Oh, it's okay that it took long. You're the one that gets to edit. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Should we do lucky numbers? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, Erica, Erica which... what? Wh- yeah. Sorry. Um, how high did they go up to? 20. Um, I, yeah, I have a D20 in here. Uh, 13. Oh, look at that. All right. So today we have a nat 20. Nice. A three, a five, a 10, and two. Fuck. <laughs> Dang it. I mean, heck. No luck today. Okay. Heck. God so means- damn it. Oh, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> Haruman. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that means that a harpy is going to swoop in and steal your bagel today. No, your tool hoodie. Well, it already stole my tool hoodie. So. We got another one. Oh, I better go check on it. I'll yep. be right back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Where Erica, do you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to plug our socials? Yes, our social media across Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter is T O A M T T I Cast, as well as our website is tomticast.com. And our email is oh, yeah. tomticast.gmail. But don't email me. I'm not going to respond. I might respond. Mm. I don't know. Okay, well, that's fine. Erica <laughs> won't respond, but I might. Now it's time to end the show so we can all go make some tomati soup. Tomati soup. <laughs> tomati <laughs> some tomati soup. soup. Ooh, that sounds good, actually. All right. Well, I hope y'all are having a better day than I am because I can't find my tool hoodie. Bye. 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 <laughs>